This week in history, entertainment history, man, it's going to be a good one. We have stuff to do with music, film, television. We have it all. We oh, really do. Oh, yeah. And man, so excited to be back again today because your hosts this week are JLo Fantastic and The Mouth. What up? Oh, I mean, man. You can't have this segment without the gaffer, right? It's the true. Mouth. It's true. It's true. Oh, man. You, you want to get started? Sure. Let's take it all the way back even before I was born. <laughs> and that's a long time. It's a long time. <laughs> well, I, I just dogged myself. I can't believe it. I mean, you all know. Right. So, on May 3rd, 1913. Mm. Ooh, 1913. Yeah. Ooh, the first full-length Indian feature film release. Mm. Yeah. It was called... Uh, yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Raja. Yeah, like... Ira Shashandra? Yeah, yeah, good luck. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I feel so bad for butchering that. I don't even know. Um, a 40-minute long silent film. Uh, all the characters in the movie were played by male actors. Mm. Interesting. So, I mean, it's kind of... Oh, it was considered inappropriate for women to act in India back then. See, interesting. And, and see, dropping knowledge. Exactly. I think the first thought, especially people that are akin to entertainment, would think, oh, like a shout out to Shakespearean mm-hmm. you know, era where right. it was all men who played, yeah. even the women kept. But no, it was just because women weren't interesting. Uh, yeah, I did not know that. See, learning something new every day. Exactly. Exactly. Why this segment is entertaining exactly entertaining and informative that's what this is exactly Um, and i guess eventually led to what is now considered bollywood right Mm -hmm. i mean yeah huge industry over in india now yeah honestly honestly and this next one might be considered still considered one of the best films of all time citizen kane orson wells directed it premiered may 1st 1941 yes so crazy the mystery drama premiered in the Palace Theater in New York City, City and went on to win nine Academy Award, or earn nine Academy Award nominations, winning Best Writing Original Screenplay. Yeah, yeah, which I'm shocked that's the only one it won. Yeah. I mean, this, this by all accounts, and even, like, I mean, legendary filmmakers themselves say, maybe the best film ever. Yeah. And, I mean, one Oscar out of nine, it seems. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't watched Citizen Kane, go watch Citizen yeah. Kane. If, especially if you want to be a filmmaker, mm-hmm. you want to be a director. That, I mean, it, it's just yeah. fucking phenomenal. Yeah, plus that Orson Welles uh, documentary is on Netflix, if you want to check that one out, Absolutely. too. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. The, and, and the unfinished film yeah. was that, finished. That one. Docu- <laughs> you should watch that back-to-back. That's, 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 it's interesting. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta be <laughs> you gotta like, be prepared to sit down and really focus. Yeah, that thing like will take you on a ride. It, man. I mean I'm that just... that's a good description. It's a ride. <laughs> it's a ride. All right. Oh my goodness. All right. And on May fourth, nineteen fifty nine, and I I can't believe this. I thought maybe it was a little before this, but yeah, no. May fourth, nineteen fifty nine, the first Grammy Awards were held. Mm. Uh, two separate ceremonies simultaneously on the same day, one in Los Angeles and one in New York City. That's cool. Equal opportunity, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I guess that's, t- I mean, even today you've got so many artists spread East Coast, West Coast. Right. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But, um, 1959. Mm, that's hmm. crazy. Yeah. Especially when you think they probably were taking buses across the country in 1959. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. 
and just said, you think, they're taking, you think they're taking private jets in 1959? Celebrities, though, would at least be taking air. I mean, I mean, they did have airplanes. Yeah, I, I, you I, know. I mean, but, you know, they were definitely not taking private right. jets. Right. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Well, sticking with the music stuff, May 1st, 1966, the Beatles play their final scheduled show at a UK concert. Oh, my goodness. The band performed at the New Musical Express annual poll winners concert in London in front of around 10,000 fans. Their 15-minute set included five songs, I Feel Fine, Nowhere Man, Day Tripper, If I Needed Someone, and I'm Down. Wow, 15 minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> wow. And that basically ended their touring thing, right? Because right, they, right. they only went on, like, what, two major tours? Some, one or two? Yeah. And, and then, then that was it. And remember, that the last time they ever performed together, we talked about this on in a past segment, it was just like an impromptu thing. Yeah. It wasn't even a tour. So Yeah, that's yeah. so crazy. Just, I mean... Ten, I wonder what those 10,000 people paid for 15 minutes. I, honestly, honestly, I, w- <laughs> I wish I had one of those ticket stubs. Uh, this next one is for, yeah, me too, right? <laughs> or a poster from it yeah, or something. I mean, yeah. bet it's worth a ton of money now. This next one is for my mama. Yeah, yeah. And my mama is a huge Elvis Presley fan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, in what, 1967, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the King. And Miss Priscilla mm, were married. Man. Yeah. That was an iconic relationship. I, and a turbulent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I uh, don't doubt that they really, truly did love each other yeah. and were the loves of each other's life. But sometimes, man, that can be tough. Yeah, seriously. You know, and especially in the industry. I mean. Mm, mm. It's super crazy, especially, like like you said, in the industry and amount or yeah, all these pressures on you, and it's just crazy. And, I mean, you know, Elvis was expected to be the heartthrob. Right. He was expected to have the women fawning at him. That's got to be hard on a relationship yeah. for a wife. I mean, Agreed. But Agreed. There it is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, sticking with some rock and roll, but a little harder rock and roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> April 30th, 1977, Led Zeppelin sets an attendance record. The band's gig at Pananic? What is it? Pontiac. Pontiac, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't read without my glasses. Silver Dome, that's my excuse, uh, stadium in Michigan. It was attended by 76,000 people, 229,000 people, the largest attendance for a single act show to that date. Wow. And Guinness verified that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Mm. Now I feel like yeah that maybe a couple of concerts at Wembley Stadium and stuff probably uh, yeah on that. agreed but still impressive back in I mean seventies that I mean that they wholeheartedly filled the pond yeah seriously point. and they were just I mean, dominating the seventies I mean yeah. let's be honest I don't about think it. the Lions ever got that many people in the soul <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding if you're uh, a Detroit Lions man I'm not uh, I'm not okay. kidding I'm not kidding. <laughs> And keep it in May in 1979, Elton John performed for the first time in Israel. Mm. Mm. The English singer-songwriter, as you guys know, the Rocket Man, became the first Western pop star to perform in the country. The three-day concert took place in the Philharmonic Hall of Jerusalem, followed by a two-day performance in Tel Aviv. Mm. So there you go. The fr- so I'm, I'm, I'm curious. When, when did he come out? Was it like... Like, was he openly gay when he went there? And if he wasn't, do you think that probably would have caused some issues? That's an excellent point. Right? Um, I, I I don't think he was out at that point. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. It was the worst kept secret ever. I mean, right, yeah. I mean, was about as flamboyant <laughs> yeah. as you could possibly get. Yeah. I mean, I think everything was... But yet, they still let him in. I mean, yeah. and, you know, and, you know, mm-hmm. although this picture... 
that we've got, uh, you know, accompanying yeah. this. He kind of looks reserved. For yeah, Elton John. yeah. There's he no doesn't flashy look. glasses and yeah. feathers, and yeah. so maybe he toned down to, to do the performance. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Well, I know you want you want this next one. I do. <laughs> I do. I got my little Funko. Yeah, you know, you, check you out know. my Instagram, Crazy Ant Guy, nineteen seventy. You'll see it. Uh, April 29th, nineteen eighty. Another master of filmmaking. Uh, passed away, Alfred mm. Hitchcock. Yep. The acclaimed filmmaker died at 80 from suffering from renal failure. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. He's, you guys know he's the master of suspense. Yeah, horror. I he mean, really you is. Know, it, it was, like him or hate him, He, you can't argue the fact the man was a genius when it comes to filmmaking, especially suspense films. Mm-hmm. Psycho, Vertigo, I mean, The Birds, yeah. just so many. Yeah. I mean... 1980. <laughs> yeah. I was a wee 10 years old. A wee 10 years old. A wee 10. I just gave away my age. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's all right. It all happens. Right. It happens. Well, you know, going forward like 10 years, this one's a little funny. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, the Black Bousier, or is that how you say it? The Bousier. Bousier, worn by the pop singer Madonna in the video Open Your Heart. It was stolen at the Hollywood Lingerie's Museum. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. During the riots. And uh, a reward of only $1,000. Yeah, that's the interesting part. It was actually stolen during the Los Angeles riots. Yeah. Like, who's this? All who's the violence, coming for all that? All the hate. Who's the, the, like, yeah. Yeah, the cause behind the riots. And you're thinking, I can get Madonna's bra. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, no. Like, who, who the fuck thinks that? I mean, yeah, that's the that crazy was, part about it. That was crazy. But <laughs> to, to be honest, though, the, the late 80s, early 90s with the whole Blonde Ambition tour. And the whole, yeah. I mean, Madonna was probably Huge. at like the peak yeah. of. So, I mean, it makes sense. It, I mean, it's, it's weird, though. Yeah, it, it is. is. <laughs> it's weird. Open your heart, though. Good song. Uh, good song. Good Open the your, dude's probably like sleeping with it every night. Uh, yeah, yeah. It just, yeah did, did he get the thousand out? Did he? Return? Yeah, like what's going on there? Fredericks of Hollywood, call us, let us know. Did you get the bustier back? That's the real question. That's, you know. Oh my goodness. And that was April 30th, 1992. Yes. Oh, now this next one. This is a biggie. This is a biggie. Yeah. April 30th, 1997. Do you guys know what the puppy episode is? Mm, iconic. The, yes. The puppy episode of the Ellen DeGeneres show aired. Mm-hmm. And for I'm not talking about her talk show. No. For you guys, you youngins that are listening to the podcast, because we know we got a lot of young people. She used to have a sitcom on ABC called Ellen. Well, on the puppy episode, it is infamous now because it is the episode where Ellen came out on national television and her expressed that her character and herself, mm-hmm. we found out, were gay. Mm-hmm. Um, the well, movement hadn't quite kicked in. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, ultimately, in the cancellation of her show. Yes. Right? ABC canceled the show. Yeah. Um, and she took a lot of heat. And a lot of, but to her credit, she didn't back down. That's good for her. She disappeared for a little bit, regrouped, came back, and now you know. I mean, she's, she's a mega it. star, she's, yeah. And 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 thankfully, humanity mm-hmm. and the industry have caught up. Yeah, the seriously. The LGBTQT community and the movement and mm-hmm. the and the acceptance. Exactly. It's come a long way. We've got a long way to go, but it's come a long way. Agreed. But yeah, in uh, 1997, Ellen made history by sharing that the lead character on her show was gay and that she was gay. That's awesome. So congratulations, Ellen, though. Yes. I mean, I think it was an important move that changed the landscape and, and good for you. Yeah. She, I mean, she's just rocking and rolling, oh, yeah. honestly. Honestly. Oh, yeah. This next one I'm excited about because this 
was one of my childhood favorites. That's <laughs> dating my age right there. <laughs> the fact that you were a child, I'm not. I, I, mean, uh, I was going to say I'm not going to say my age, but I already gave it away. Uh, yeah. So let's just say I wasn't a child. You know, May first, 1999, <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants debuts. The animated TV series was created by marine biologist and animator Stephen Heilenberg for Nickelodeon, and it has won several awards, including daytime Emmys. Annie and Kids Choice Awards and just so many others. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's become a staple. Like, exactly. I, think, in I mean, pop culture, how many right? people were disappointed when SpongeBob wasn't accurately represented at the Super Bowl yeah, this year? <laughs> I was disappointed. Yeah. I mean, I'm a grown ass adult. I exactly. was disappointed. I mean, it's a it, I want sweet victory. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, groundbreaking uh, show. I mean, honestly, you know, yeah. it, it's I, and it. I think it does beautifully. It's a very adult oriented cartoon. It if is. you really listen to it. Yeah. But transcends, you know, to the kids and mm-hmm. just they have no idea what they're listening exactly. to. Exactly. Boy, they love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. Yeah. And and then just, you know, for little shits and giggles, just a couple months later that same year, Lil' Cam was born. Lil' Cam. Oh, Lil' Cam was born. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big SpongeBob fan uh, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this next one, though, I got to do. I got to yeah, do. Of course. Because we're going to tie it into Endgame. Exactly. And for anybody who doesn't know Endgame, like, well, they just took all of the money in the All world. of it, yeah. Uh, it opened <laughs> this past weekend $356 million domestically. Crazy. $1.2 billion globally yeah. on the opening weekend. Mm. Now, the reason we bring that up is because also... And I don't know how many people know this, but the very first movie to ever break $100 million on its opening weekend at the box office, back in 2002, May 3rd, Spider-Man. Yeah, buddy. Yes, the Sam Raimi one that Mm -hmm. starred uh, Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. Uh, made $114, I think it was, million dollars on uh-huh. its opening weekend. At that time, just unheard of. Yeah, seriously. $100 million in four days or yeah. three days was unheard of. Everybody was like, oh, this will stand forever. Nobody's ever right. going to stop this. <laughs> well, now look at no. it. Yeah. But, so, I mean, Marvel. Marvel, Marvel. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mar- Hitting these huge milestones. Nobody ever said they would. Like, they were trying to reject them for so many years. Yeah. Well, now look at them. Yeah, look at them. I mean, and, and for all you geeks out there that say, but uh, Spider-Man is Sony. That is true, but yes, he's still a Marvel character. Yes, but he's still character. Marvel character. Marvel character. Stan Lee's still proud. That's like, right, that's right. And the second milestone, the $200 million mark... The first Avengers exactly. movie, which also holds the record for the first movie to ever make two hundred million in the first weekend and over a hundred million in the second weekend. Damn. We'll see if Endgame can do. I'm that. I'm really interested to see what yeah, the yeah. second well, weekend's going to be. We know Infinity War did. Yeah, so, uh, I'm pretty sure Endgame probably will yeah. too. But um, so yeah, there it is. The the first. 100 million the first 200 million the first 300 million opening weekends all marvel films oh man it's um, a great time to be a comic geek oh my gosh yeah and, and you know i loved that first movie yeah Toby honestly movie. it was I years Tom holland of, don't get me wrong yeah. i think he's the perfect spider-man but toby nailed it Sam he, did. he nailed it it was it was great yeah honestly honestly well thank you guys for tuning in for this week in history we've had a blast going back in time and reliving some of the most epic milestones in entertainment history it's been fantastic it has been fantastic hell yeah hell yeah make sure to follow our crazy ant account at crazy ant media and make sure to follow us individually at jlo fantastic and at crazy ant film guy 1970 that's right that's right oh man thank you guys again get crazy stay crazy and one more thing we love oprah